0: apathy towards like demonic and specifically possession horror known because yes uh, it's just like it's all, a lot of it's been done before and mm-hmm. you'll probably hear us say this again when exorcist believer comes out um well this month yep. <laughs> <laughs> but um I- i'm liking these non-christian demonic horror films because yeah. even if maybe they kind of play play it say play by the standard horror trope rules it's something i haven't seen before because i mean in this case i'm not hindu
1: Yes, absolutely. One of the things that's exciting about this is that even though some of the tropes feel familiar, the cast is different. You know, we're exploring different. I hesitate to say subculture. Like, oh, my God, I sound like that fucking bitch Christy in this movie where she's oh my like, God, hey, I know. is that like a cultural thing? <laughs> <laughs> we're showing our asses here.
0: <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Oh, you know what else? Um, I guess it's not really religious horror, but like this reminds me a lot of gin. Um, Mm. The movie from the guys that did uh, The Boy Behind the Door. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, just things that feel a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Like, the reason that this was on my radar is because I thought it looked like an indian version of my best friend's exorcism that movie that we covered last year and we both were really underwhelmed by that not just because it leaned too heavily into the period aesthetic but because it didn't feel like it had anything fresh or interesting to say and with this film you know I went into it being like, okay, I don't really know much about this. I'm excited to learn a little bit. And I think that there's some really big possibilities in terms of what we could do with a... Is it oh,
0: So It's pishash. Um I, pishash, I thought it was okay.
1: Bishash, but... Um, Me it is, too. It's a P. <laughs> it's a P. <laughs> it's a P. We learned this because we were able to access subtitles for the film. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I mean, I could see another film following this right like this doesn't feel like a complete storyline this could be an exciting new creature i quite like the creature design in it and also what we do and don't see
0: well i I, honestly that's kind of why i'm so high on this film and so maybe on a rewatch it won't be like as like impressive to me but like i the marketing isn't really emphasizing the creature in this film and Mm -hmm. y'all i wouldn't call it a creature feature but there is a lot more like I was kind of worried walking into this. It was going to be, oh, like, you know, uh, there's a demon stalking here, but it's invisible. So everyone thinks she's crazy (laughs) and blah, 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 blah. And it kind of starts like that. It is, a little bit. But this creature makes itself known pretty early on. And when we finally,
1: like, the climax of this movie is a fucking banger. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a couple of really fucking dandy set pieces. Like, yeah. I mean, this film only has one death, which I think... Is why it's coming in around a three, maybe a three and a half if I'm feeling generous. Mm -hmm. I also recommend it. I wish that there were a few more deaths. It does feel like we're pulling a few punches. But the death we do get in this movie, I'm like, oh, hello, you're going on the hereditaries list. 100%. When I
0: saw that death, I was like, oh, and and to be clear, y'all, this is PG-13 horror. So Mm -hmm. I agree with you. Like, I'm sorry, Betty Gabriel. I love you. You should be dead.
1: You should be dead. 100%.